Do you find yourself in a place right now where you really do not recognize your body? Somehow you've put on some fat, maybe more than you'd like to admit, and you're, you're just not sure how it happened, how you got here. And so you've been trying to make some changes, but for some reason it is not budging and you're beginning to panic. You, you feel desperate. And deep down you know it's not all about aesthetics, but it really reflects how you feel about your body right now and you don't like it. In this episode, I'm going to help you troubleshoot this. If you're not sure why you're not losing the fat like you want and you need help, this one's for you. Let's dive in. Hey friend, my name is Megan Dahlman. As a certified trainer and nutrition coach, I'm on a mission to change the conversation around fitness, nutrition, and taking care of ourselves as moms. If you're tired of restrictive fad diets and all or nothing workouts, in a culture that tries to sell you the lie that your value is tied to the number on the scale, then you're in the right place. I'm here to equip and encourage you to take simple steps towards the healthy life you want for yourself and the people you love. Welcome to Self-Care Simplified. So about a month ago now, way back on episode 216, we hit a record with this podcast with the most downloads in one day ever. (laughs) Now, I'm sure you can't recall what that episode was, but it was the best ways to measure your progress, especially if weight loss is your goal. Now, if you've been living under a rock and haven't listened to that one yet, make sure that you do. Once again, that was episode 216. I'll make sure it's linked in the show notes. But the fact that that particular episode broke records, it told me something. Not everybody, but the large majority of the listeners of the show want to see progress, specifically fat loss progress. And you need help making it happen. And I recently got a text from a friend and she said, Megan, I am the heaviest I've ever been. I know it's not all about weight loss and the scale, but Megan, right now, I'm at a weight that I haven't seen since I was pregnant years ago. Something's got to give. Do I need to do more portion control, macro counting? I feel so defeated. And that emotion you can feel in the moment, it's like, I don't know what to do. I'm not, I don't love the way my body is right now. And like, you might be struggling with those exact same feelings. So today, I want to teach you why you might not be losing weight if that is your goal. And how you can make it happen in the healthiest, most sustainable way possible. Does that sound good? All right. Okay. So let's talk about weight loss real quick. All right. Because we need to make sure that we differentiate here. And if you remember from episode 216, the important differentiator is that fat loss should be your goal, not just weight loss, because that's what you're really talking about. Not just trying to lose weight at all costs. You don't want to lose muscle mass. You don't want to lose bone density or all those amazing energy glycogen stores in your body or other things in your body that contribute to you being a healthy woman that actually weighs something. It's not just air. You know, we're not going to go about this just for the sake of seeing the scale go down. And you have to remember that there are many other indicators that your body is improving and making progress, like you're going in the right direction, like there's proof that things are working. So I don't want weight loss to become everything to you and have you in a place where you are willing to do 
anything, even damaging things, to make that happen. I know so many people that have struggled with their weight and have gotten to the point that their entire identity is wrapped up in how much they weigh and the size of their body and the number that they see on the scale. You know, it's like the number that shows up on that scale, like is showing them today you're not worthy. But the moment you reach this number, that's when you're going to be worthy and valuable and lovely. And because they feel that way, they're, they're desperate to reach that number. They're desperate for their body to be different right now. And so I watch them starve themselves. You know, they drink meal replacement shakes four times a day. They are down to like 800 calories a day and they're spending enormous amounts of money to only eat 800 calories a day. <laughs> and they're being convinced by quote unquote coaches that this is making them healthier. And the proof is in the pounds and pounds of weight that they're losing. Like, yeah, of course you're getting healthier. Look at all this weight that you're losing. And this just breaks my heart. It's kind of like watching someone in an abusive relationship and not being able to do anything about it because they don't, they don't think that there's anything wrong. Like, it's all, this is all fine. I don't need being rescued out of this. It's all fine. This is normal. No, it's not. And friend, there is a reason that I do not have before and after photos slapped all over my website and over social media feeds. I mean, believe me, I could because a lot of people lose weight in my programs. A lot of people lose fat. But not having these images in front of your face all the time is extremely intentional and strategic on my part. Because listen to me, you are more than a before and after photo. And I'm not just saying that. Your body and the health of your body is far more complex and beautiful than what could be shown in a dramatic weight loss photo. I love hearing the stories of how someone is now moving and feeling in their body and, and the things that they can do now that they're in better shape. I care about that. You know, I love sharing stories with you of transformations of women that have gone through my programs. Like, wow, look what she can do now. Look at how she feels in her body. Not just like showing you a before and after photo. And when you see those photos of someone that is celebrating her 20 pounds gone in one month, and she says she's feeling better than ever before. What you don't see in that photo is that she is literally starving. And at that very moment, her metabolism is it's resetting itself down to 800 calories a day or 1000 calories a day. And she is triggering all of her stress hormones in that moment. She is pumping out cortisol like crazy and it will take years to repair the damage that is happening inside of her body. And as soon as she begins eating real food again, she will start gaining weight at a faster rate than she ever has before. This has been documented over and over again in scientific journals that this is what happens. But this is the game of quote unquote weight loss at all cost. So hear me when I say that it is, it, it's okay to want to lose some body fat and feel trimmer if that's what you need to do to be a healthier person. But it is not okay to do anything to make that happen, especially if it hurts you and makes you unhealthier in the long run. Okay, so if you are struggling to lose weight, 
and specifically body fat, okay, here are four reasons why that might not be happening, why you're, why you're not seeing anything budge, why nothing is moving. Okay, so the first reason is that you might not have the right mindset, my friend. And this is going to be hard, but this is extremely important, which is why I mention it first. Do not focus on the outcome. I need you to focus on the journey, the process, the here and now, the things you need to do today. You know, I'm releasing this episode. This is a a Tuesday. You might be listening to it on a Thursday, but what do you need to do today at the next meal? at the next opportunity to move your body. What is that today? Right here in this moment. Because ultimately you have very little control of the outcome, but you have 100% control of what your choices are today. That is what you can control. So let's focus on what you can control, all right? Let me tell you a quick story about Diane. She had signed up for my Jumpstart 30 program back in September, and she knew that she was overweight. In fact, she had the same like 20 pounds that she had been trying to get rid of for years and just felt generally unhealthy. So she took the chance and decided to give my program a try. And now what I do with you in Jumpstart 30, a lot of you have done this with me, but in that program, I give you very specific exercises and movements and nutrition tasks to accomplish each day. Very specific. They're very easy to do. I just I just need you to do it, you know? So I told Diane exactly what to do each day. No confusion, no wondering. It's just super specific. And she just focused on that one thing for that day. She wasn't focusing on losing weight, losing weight. Am I losing the weight? Am I losing the weight? No, she just trusted me and just paid attention to the job that needed to be done that day. No more, no less. Well, Diane ended up finishing Jumpstart 30. She felt so good. She kept going and ended up doing Jumpstart 60 which me, with me. And then she just kept going and did Get Strong 30 with me, which is where we introduce weightlifting. And I checked in with her a couple weeks ago to see how things were going. And she said, I am so much stronger. My body doesn't hurt. I have more energy. My habits, I'm actually proud of them now. I feel healthier than I've felt in years. Oh, and by the way, I've lost all those 20 pounds too. what like this is a perfect example of someone that just put her head down and stayed focused on the journey what to do that day not the outcome and did you catch her attitude about her weight loss like somehow along the way the scope of what she was accomplishing was impacting far more things in her life than just weight loss right it was almost like the weight loss Part of it was an afterthought. It was not as important to her anymore because she was experiencing what it felt like to be in a body that was strong, in a body that didn't hurt, to have more energy, to feel younger. Like that suddenly, you know, outweighed, (laughs) no pun intended, outweighed the 20 pounds. But that still happened. So let that just encourage you to know that the simple daily tasks They really do add up and can help you achieve your goals and so much more. So that is the first thing, getting your mindset right and being willing to commit to doing the right thing today. Okay, second thing. The second reason why you might not be getting the results you want is that your nutrition might be off track. If you want to experience fat loss, you need to be eating the right quantities of the right foods 90% of the time. 
Those are three things that matter with your nutrition to actually experience change. You know, if you just want to maintain where you're at, if you're like, I don't really have a whole lot of fat that I need to lose, that's fine. Like that can be a little bit less strict or a little, a lot more wiggle room in there. Okay. That 90% number can be a little closer to 75 or 80%. But you need to know that if you overeat or undereat, if you eat a lot of unhealthy foods and you only eat healthy, like 60% of the time, you're just not going to see results. You won't. Okay, so first, the right quantities. How do you eat the right quantities, you know, the right right amount? Fortunately for you, you don't have to macro count or calorie count to get this right, which is awesome. So I just need you to eat at regular intervals throughout the day, about every three to four hours. And this is going to ensure that you never get overly hungry, which always backfires. If you try to go a long period of time in between meals you're going to end up overeating at your next meal. You're just like triggered with this sense of like, I am so hungry. And you'll end up eating faster and end up eating more than you need. Okay, so if you eat at regular intervals throughout the day, about every three to four hours, you, you're less likely to overeat. And then I also need you to eat slowly. Take about 15 to 20 minutes to consume your entire meal and listen to your fullness cues as you go. Like put your fork down in between bites. See, see if you can figure out, and it's going to take some practice. See if you can figure out when you reach about that 80% fullness mark. It feels like I definitely don't feel hungry anymore. I feel full. I feel satisfied, but I could probably still, you know, have a gelato if I needed to versus being a hundred percent full. You're like, I literally cannot stuff anything else in here. A lot of you are stopping at only 50% fullness and that's a problem. Because now you're starving by the evening and all those sugary, sweet, and salty things in the evenings are now tantalizing you because you did not eat enough throughout the day. You didn't eat to 80% fullness. You underate. So another thing that's going to help you slow down to make sure that you get to that mark is drinking water throughout your meal so that you can, it'll really help you slow down. A lot of people are like, I thought I wasn't supposed to drink water during my meal. That is a complete like just old wives tale, (laughs) sip on water throughout your meal so that it slows you down. I'm not trying to make you fill up on empty calories here. It's just like, we got to get you to slow down because that's how your brain knows how much you've eaten. Okay. And then you can also use your hand as your guide. And I'll talk about that in just a, in just a minute. Okay. So first we're making sure that you're eating the right quantities. So second, you need to eat the right foods. You need to be choosing foods that are high in nutrients and bulk, like fiber, so that they fill you up sooner. They provide your body with all the nutrients it needs to thrive and operate on point. And they're going to keep you full and satisfied for longer. What does that look like? Okay, stop for a second. I just want to acknowledge that nobody's perfect and nobody has perfect eating and exercise habits. I even splurge almost every day and miss a workout here and there. However, you might be feeling that you're so far off track right now and your body is really starting to feel it. This isn't just one or two missed workouts here and there or a splurge meal every so often. This is maybe months off from making any kind of consistent effort and your body is starting to talk back. 
All right, before you go do some sort of extreme overhaul, I have a free five-day guide that I wanna give you that's gonna help you get back on track with some simple daily challenges, giving you some of my best eating tips, my favorite stretches, and more that will really help you jumpstart some simple good habits, totally doable, and your body will instantly thank you for it. And I wanna give it to you for free, all right? Just go to vigeofit.com slash tips to sign up. That's vigeofit.com slash tips, or you can hit up the link in the show notes and I'll immediately send you the first day's healthy tips. You're gonna love it. What does that look like? Friend, if you know me by now, you know what I'm gonna say. (laughs) It looks like protein and produce. Eat your pros, right? Fruits and vegetables, protein. Okay, so eat your pros. So at every single meal, remember we're eating about every three to four hours, I want you to have one palm-sized amount of lean protein at every meal. This is about the equivalent of like 20 to 40 grams of protein. So this could be a palm-sized amount of chicken breast, turkey, fish, like salmon. It could be sirloin steak. It could be extra lean ground beef. It could be pork. It could be a few eggs, yogurt, cottage cheese, but you need to have that protein at every meal. That is the star of your dish. You also need to have two fist-sized amounts of fruits or veggies at every meal. So take your hand out, ball it up in a fist. You need the equivalent of two of your fists. And that's how much produce you need to have at every meal. And preferably, I would love it, especially if you like to see more fat loss, I would love it if you ate more vegetables than fruit, just because they're much higher in fiber. Okay, so this could be broccoli, cauliflower, leafy greens, tomatoes, peppers, asparagus, zucchini, mushrooms, could be any of this stuff. And if you don't like veggies, you can learn. Just make a list of ones that you do like, and then just always eat off of that list and then start to expand your horizons a little bit. And we can also talk about you know, healthy fats and starchier forms of carbohydrates like grains and rice and potatoes, but don't concern yourself with those things yet if you're not consistently eating your pros at every meal. Make sure that's happening first. And then the final thing is your consistency. I need you to eat like this 90% of the time. I don't want you to eat perfectly 100% of the time like this. You're going to explode. <laughs> you just, that pressure is going to build up and it's just going to explode you. So I want you to eat pros at every meal except 10% of your meals throughout the week. So if you're eating like four meals a day, seven days a week, that's about 28 meals total. So 10% of those meals is like three opportunities over the course of the week that you're eating whatever you want. So plan those out ahead of time. Make sure that, hey, I want to make sure it's my absolute favorite thing. And then all the rest of my meals are going to be loaded with pros. And I know the nutrition part is hard and it can become more intricate and complicated, but Nine times out of 10, if someone is honestly following these habits and doing it consistently, they will see and feel a difference and never need to do the more complicated advanced things like counting calories or full on macro counting. Okay. Now, the third reason why you might not be seeing results could be your activity level. If you want to experience good quality weight loss, like the kind where you're losing body fat and maintaining or even building your muscle mass, then you need to be physically active somehow pretty much every day. And it should eventually 
turn into a combination of low intensity, medium intensity, and higher intensity types of activity. So let's figure out how to build up to this gradually over time because I do not want you to run out and get a gym membership or go sign up for a boot camp class and sweat your life away for a solid hour every day, all right? You're gonna just burn out, you're gonna hurt yourself, you're gonna end up hating exercise. And we talked about this two weeks ago on episode 226 about what to do if you really hate exercising and you dread it and you can never get motivated to do it. So go back and listen to 226. I'll make sure it's linked in the notes. So let me ask you a question. Right now, are you intentionally moving and being active every day in some way, shape or form? If not, at the moment, let's just start here. I want you to just start with feel good movements like stretching, simple body weight exercises like bridges and squats, things to get your core engaged. Maybe just going for a walk outside or riding your bike, just something you enjoy. Just you need to just get a routine going of doing movement of some kind every day. Just no longer being a sedentary person. <laughs> and this is exactly what I help you do in my Jumpstart 30 program. I help you to just simply show up in quick, feel-good ways every day so that movement becomes your norm. Like it becomes top of mind for you and it's just part of your life. It's part of your routine. Now, if that's already happening and you can say, yeah, I'm already doing that. I'm already moving every day. Then let's turn this activity that you're doing into a purposeful combination of low intensity, medium intensity, and high intensity work. Because low intensity work like walking and stretching, that's awesome. It feels really good. But to lose body fat and to build muscle, I really need you to tap into these other levels a little bit too, as long as you already are doing something every day. And a great example of this is how the workouts end up looking near the end of my Jumpstart 60 program, which which is the beginner program that comes after Jumpstart 30. So each week in that program, I guide you through some full body routines that move you quickly through circuits of body weight only moves that work to build your muscles and they get your heart rate up. So this would be like a higher intensity thing. And then each week we also do some routines that are a little easier. You know, they're not so fast and intense. They include more stretching. These would be like the medium intensity work. And then each week we also do some days that are just stretching or or just going for walks. And that would be the low intensity work. So we keep it balanced And we get you in a routine of doing something every day and we're being smart about it. And this is going to help you avoid that burnout so that you're doing this three years from now. So if you want to experience that good quality weight loss where you're actually losing body fat and maintaining or even building that muscle up, then let's work towards consistently moving your body somehow every day and then eventually tapping into those different intensity levels throughout the week. Okay, the, the fourth and final reason why you might not be seeing results could be because you're underestimating how much of an impact your sleep and your stress has on your physical body. You could have the best nutrition and the best activity plan, but if you're not getting good enough quality sleep and if your stress is off the charts, your body will fight tooth and nail to make sure fat loss doesn't happen. You just won't lose body fat. Let's talk sleep first. You need between six and eight hours of sleep every night. No no exceptions. 
90% or more of your body's human growth hormone, which is the hormone that your body secretes to heal your tissues and even rejuvenate your brain is released while you sleep. Only five to 10% of it is released throughout the day. Okay, so it's only released when you're sleeping. Not only that, but when you're not sleeping well, your body is going to produce more stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, and that makes it almost impossible to lose body fat. So if you're not consistently getting six to eight hours of sleep at night, ask yourself why. (laughs) Why is this not happening? And see if there's anything that you can realistically do to improve your sleep. So to help you determine a good bedtime, like the right time to go to bed, decide when you need to wake up and then count backwards from there. So for example, I know that I feel best when I get about seven hours of sleep. That is like on point for me. If I get eight, I'm actually too groggy. And if I only get six, I'm too tired. So like seven is my like perfect mark. So I know that I need to wake up at 5.30 in the morning And if I back up from there, seven hours leading up to that is falling asleep by 10.30, which means that I need to be in bed close to 10 so I can do like my bedtime wind down routine where I'm reading my book and just like winding down and lights need to be out no later than 10.30. Okay, so that's how I figure out like when I need to go to bed based on when I need to wake up. And if this is a big struggle for you, we're actually going to have one of the most renowned sleep doctors in the country on the show soon which is going to be awesome. So I know sleep can be a big one. It can be a big struggle, struggle, especially if you're menopausal. So stay tuned for that. Now, stress, living with chronic or ongoing stress, it impacts your body far more than you think it does. And it might just be a low buzz in the background, you know, something like COVID going through the pandemic, or it could be this massively stressful event that you're going through right now. But either way, that stress is wreaking havoc on your body. And the last couple of years were extremely stressful for me and my family. And I could just feel this buzz of inflammation and anxiety. And I frequently even had like shortness of breath and tension headaches all the time. And I know that if I were to have my hormone levels tested, like adrenaline and cortisol, they would have been on the elevated side. Now, I was eating well, I trained well, I even slept well, but I still had this buzz of stress. And sure enough, I had actually put on a few pounds. Nothing else changed in my habits. It was just this stress and it wasn't a lot, but I, I wasn't my normal trimmed self. So increased levels of stress hormone can make it extremely difficult, if not impossible, to lose body fat. And there could be any number of factors that make your body feel physically stressed and some big ones are actually too much exercise and not enough food so in a world where we are taught that if you want to lose weight you need to exercise more and eat less that actually completely backfires for most women so what should you do if you know that stress is an issue Remove as many stressors in your life as you possibly can, as as much as you're able to. So delegate tasks, ask for help, stop scrolling through social media. (laughs) That elevates your stress levels. And 
try to lower the amount of expectations you place on yourself. Maybe you need to eat more. Maybe you need to exercise less. Maybe you need to do more of that light intensity activity. And just be intentional about managing your stress as best as you can by taking breaks throughout the day, going for a walk, stopping and doing breathing exercises. Like be purposeful about it. Okay, to recap real quick, all right? If you are not seeing the results that you want, The four big things that you need to look at are, number one, your mindset about it all. Do not focus on the outcome. Just focus on today, just today. What are you in charge of doing today? Number two is your nutrition. Are you eating the right quantities of the right foods 90% of the time? Number three, your physical activity. Are you moving somehow in some way pretty much every day? And if so, Are you starting to dabble in that combination of low intensity, medium, and higher intensity activity? And then number four, your stress and your sleep. Are you currently underestimating how much of an impact your sleep and your stress has on your physical body? And what are you doing about it? And I want to leave you with a quick story. I have a client that I worked with for years. And she was strong. She worked out regularly. She ate healthy. And I made sure that she was not overdoing it. You know, being her trainer, I made sure that everything was in, in pretty good balance. And she felt she felt healthy. She felt good. But she could not lose the last little bit of body fat like she wanted to. And lo and behold, she got her sleep in check Because she would stay up until midnight most nights and then need to be up by like 5.30 in the morning. And she started going to bed earlier, getting better sleep, and she ended up losing the fat weight without changing anything else. You know, it took a few months for that cycle to get into place, but she lost it. Friend, fat loss is not easy. Okay, there are a lot of factors that are in place. So when you see other people on social media dropping 20 pounds in one month, please do not let yourself get discouraged, all right? If you know that you need to lose some body fat to feel your best and to truly be healthy, do it the healthy way. Look at these factors and ask yourself, are all of these things actually in place? And if you just consistently show up and do the simple things, it may take a little bit longer, but it will be much more sustainable, way longer lasting, all right? And if you're willing to do the right things and, and you want it, like you really want to see those changes happen, then I'm here to help you get it right, okay? You can work with me in my Jumpstart 30 program and I'll guide you every step of the way and make sure you get there, all right? I'll be sure to drop a link in the show notes to make sure that you get signed up. I'd love to see you there. Okay, friend, that is it for today. I love you and I cannot wait to see you back here on Friday for another short Ask Megan episode. Until then, be strong. 